Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you on this glorious Wednesday. Al, what's up your ass? Oh, hi there, Jerry. Before, when I went to grab a coffee during the program, yeah. you know, I went in the back where the uh, Dunkin' Coffee uh, machine's on. Yeah. And uh, the TV was on back there, and I think it was Good Morning America was on, and they had uh, from Shark Tank, Barbara Corker yeah. on. And they were talking to her about the housing market. And I was curious about this. like the Crazy interest rates right now. <laughs> yeah, so like I, I looked after I saw this... Um, this this and I only saw thirty seconds of it, but yeah. it reminded me. And I saw I went back and uh, I looked to see what the interest rates are, and it's like seven percent now. Yeah, I think it's 7. actually a little 1. over seven. Yeah, yeah, a little over seven. And that's like with like an I jacked up the credit score, <clears throat> the highest you could go, and it was seven point one five in New Jersey. Yeah. So she was talking about, uh, you know, it's still when they like when's the right time to buy, and she was talking about how it's hard to time the market. And that, and I've heard this even people about the stock market, right? They go, you can't time the market by now. Now is always the time to go. Because you don't know. Because you don't know. You have no idea. But she also said that if the interest rates go down, correct, then the market will go even crazier because then people will be looking to, to sell. But I was curious, if you didn't have a home right now, yes. would you, and you were interested in moving from an apartment to a home what would you do at the moment would you it would depend on the situation i was yeah in. i don't know yeah because i'm like my friend paul just recently bought a place yeah you told me that and the interest is like seven percent it's a lot and the difference between what he's paying and what i'm paying 
for something of a similar value probably is a lot different. It's like a thousand dollar difference. Lot different. The interest a rates, yeah, yeah, and it's just wasted money. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, we were joking around this morning too about uh, about uh, the uh, moving Arizona. All yeah. of us moving Arizona. And then uh, somebody said Boomer was looking at Arizona real estate. You know, so I was like, I'm gonna look at Arizona real estate. So just out of curiosity, there were some nice like condos on a golf course. And the condos are like three fifty four, but then I clicked on it. the The HOA fee thousand a month, thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, holy crap! I guess you get golf privileges or something. You might, with yeah, that. maybe they put you in the club. It's possible. That's the tough thing about like when you try to think about like if you are somebody who could like you've got a family, so you wouldn't be in a condo. But if you're a, a just a couple or you're solo or you got one little kid and you want to go in a condo. That balance too of trying to figure out, I'm paying a monthly maintenance fee. Yeah. Or am I? Re- is it better to be responsible for my own outdoor stuff? So yeah, I would tell you, I think as long as the 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 fee is not exorbitant. Yeah. I think it's better. I mean, I lived in a townhouse, as you know, before when we first got married. Yeah. That wasn't thirteen hundred a month. It was four seventy five a month, but it includes snow removal. It remo- It included garbage removal. And included my heat, not my air. It included my heat. It included my water bill. Um, I'm trying to think what else I got with it. All the not that there was much landscaping to do, but they kept it nice. I didn't yeah. have to touch anything. Matter of fact, if you bought plants, all you had to do was there were no emails. I don't believe it. email was still. It wasn't what it is now. I remember sending in a letter, and then they would send a corresponding letter. Put your plants outside. This is the date the landscaper is going to be here. They're going to plant them for you. So for the four seventy five a month to me, it was great. Now I pay for my garbage is three hundred and twenty two dollars quarterly. So it's a hundred bucks a month. Easy. Wow. My heating bill isn't nuts, but it's one hundred and fifty dollars a month. My landscaping bill is not crazy, but it's two hundred dollars a month. Now only for se- about seven months out of the year, but still two hundred a month right there. I got to pay the water bill. Like all these things. Total up to more than four seventy five a month. Yeah. Now I'm in a house, not a. But you understand my point. I mean, I think you do have to understand you are paying for things with that fee. Right. So yeah, the only problem with those things is they can just decide. Yes. Hey, guess what? We're good. They're going up next month. Yeah. Between that and your taxes, There's that nothing you can that do they about could it. decide. Yeah. yeah. Like the one cool thing, and they go, oh well, I got my mortgage set at whatever percent you got it out until the township good. decides that they're going to start paying more in uh, real estate taxes yeah. which just happened to us uh, yeah my mortgage went up what would it go up it went up 88 dollars or something and i'm looking at it, i'm like i said to kim i'm like what am i missing here like we've had the same mortgage for the last 12 months why is this different yeah and then there was fine there was print on the back that says your mortgage rate has increased due to an increase in your property taxes right and your real estate taxes i'm like can someone tell me though rather than just send me a bill Jeez. Right. How about a letter? I got, and how if about we an got old one out, I didn't see it. Yeah. Maybe Kim saw it and just threw it out, didn't think it was anything. I never saw a letter. I guess, too, you could also, if the things, if the interest rates come really far down, you could always refinance. Oh, everyone will right? refinance. Everyone Absolutely. Will. But the other thing I was always have been reading about this is that when we were getting 2%, Two point something percent, like that was the anomaly. If you look over the long term yeah. of people owning houses, the the interest rates were always much higher. Yeah, and we all got, or people who were 
getting mortgages in that time period when they were low. I would say or six, were used to that. six and a half seems to be like that median price. Yeah. Because my dad tells me when he bought, when I was in high school, the interest rates were 10%. Yeah. And it was normal. Then you think about two and a half percent. That doesn't make any sense. Right. That six to seven percent range is probably about average. Yeah. My parents said their first house that they bought in Island, New Jersey, when, when I was just born, was 16%. Oof. <laughs> Holy crap. And I think the car loans were high. But see, that's too. another thing. We talk about paying taxes, you know, federal taxes and all that. Just make mortgage rates the freaking same. Right. And people come to you based on your customer service and how well you you handle them throughout the mortgage process. You know? Like, yeah. They, don't, they should all be the same. Just leave it all. All mortgages from now on, 7%, done. They're never going lower. They're not going higher. They're not going lower. That's it. 7%. Right. This is what it is. I don't know. Right. It varies all the time. Because oh, even like you, you, like it varies every day. Like when you yeah. go, if you just Google like mortgage rates... It'll show today's date, mm -hmm. this is the mortgage rate, and tomorrow may be different. Sure. I know. If I look at right now, if I were to look at, so today's what, May 31st? Today's May 31st. Okay. If I look at mortgage rates, I'm going to put in March 1st, March 1, 2023. The average rate was, uh, hmm. what was it? It was... 6.3%. Oh, so less than it is now. So on May for May 31st. Yeah. I looked it up today. It was 7.1. 7.24 oh. is what I just got. Okay. That's a full percent. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a big difference. And I always think, too, like people have a certain amount of money that they want their payment to be a, a month. Sure. And it doesn't matter whether that's in the mortgage, in the taxes, in the... So if the mortgage rate is high, you can only afford a certain amount of your house, you know, a certain amount of a price on a house. And when the mortgage rates are low, you could afford a more expensive house because right. you're looking, you're really just looking at the monthly yeah, yeah. nut, as they say. How about the people that get adjustable mortgage rates? Yeah. I mean, holy crap. I mean, you get an adjustable mortgage rate at 3% because you could have done that. And now it's at 7 Right, and it's coming due. Oof. Ah. Yeah, and you're in the same house, except your house is now five or ten years older, and now you're jacked up. In a lot yeah, of that's trouble. Scary. Uh, May thirty first, twenty twenty two. It looks like mortgage rates were five point six percent, and even that seemed high. You're yeah, going I agree. Two point something percent. Yeah. Did you and I get in? I got in on the, in the two point something. Uh, no, I didn't get the two. I got three three point one five. No, okay. Which to me is oh for sure these poor people at seven yeah. percent I'm thrilled with my three point yeah, one that's crazy uh huh you ain't kidding I watched the very I started to watch this is a very bizarre program that I wanted to share with you Jerry oh were you watching Sesame Street again were no you? no that's not that's not bizarre this was a show it's on the ID channel right now I'm watching it on the Discovery Plus app but it's on ID channel if you have cable. By the way, which reminds me, we talked about the uh, the condos and things. My condo in Florida included cable. Wow. In my maintenance. That's incredible. In my monthly maintenance fee, yeah. How about that? That's a great selling point. Yeah, it was great. Like it, that, that that bill was That's that was pretty solid. cool, actually. Yeah, that was a good one. 
you know, if you wanted HBO or something, you had to pay extra. But like your your regular channels, yep. HGTV and all that, were included. That's pretty good. So this is on HG. I'm sorry, this is on ID Channel. The name of the program is The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. And it was a story about this family who was a, a wife, a husband, wife, and uh, three boys. And they decided to adopt a, a child. And they adopt what they believe is a six-year-old girl. But I'm only a, a, like an episode and a half into this. It's like three episodes mm-hmm. because it's so bizarre. They, upon having this six-year-old for a couple of weeks, begin to think that she's actually like 18 years old. Okay. She is, suffers from dwar- a special type of dwarfism. And they are now believing that this child is like 18 years old to 20 years old. And this this uh, person starts exhibiting behaviors wherein they this uh, child or adult is threatening to murder the family oh, who's cool. adopted them. Nice. Okay. And just bizarre. And they, they got the father is on uh, camera talking, one of the sons, next door neighbors. It is bizarre. Like, they had what? No. There's, as I'm getting more further into this thing, the family seems a little wacky as well. So they may be... Some people are saying that the family members decided uh, that they made a mistake in adopting the child, so they are trying to turn it so that the child's a bad child or an adult, which maybe is not. Right. Some are saying that, yes, this is not a child. This is a adult. It is weird. They got a lot of home movies. It's wild. Some people's lives, man. I just got to think, like, some people's lives are completely upside down. Like... They could be living right next door to you. Oh, and that's what one of the neighbors said. The neighbor's like, No idea. I'm living in this sleepy Indiana town, and you're telling me two doors down there's a six year old who might be an 18 year old who might be killing. Uh, Everybody uh, thinks they're in that town where crap doesn't happen yes. until it happens, and then the media descends upon the town. Yes. You know? Yeah, this yeah. is a wild. A lot of weird stuff going on out there. Yeah, but I, I got to tell you, I do recommend it because of, of, of the bizarreness of it. So it's called The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. I will put that on the list of things that you recommend that I don't watch. <laughs> You're going to, oh, Jerry, you would love it. You would love <laughs> that it. That list is growing. I I w- <laughs> Jerry, I wish you were taking some Rutgers road trips and you could download this. No, I got other stuff. And I'm watch good. it. I'm good. I, I, the one thing I, I really want to watch, I want to see the movie Air. I would like to watch yeah. that. Yeah. Haven't had the time, and I do want to see that that memorabilia one that you watched. Golden it always auctions. comes up on a suggestion for me on Netflix every yeah. time I put it on. Golden I just, auctions, yeah, that's pretty good. I just don't have time to sit down and watch TV. That's the problem. I really don't. That's the problem. Yeah, I'm trying to th- decide whether I want to see Air. Like, I think the story sounds interesting. Well, the story is interesting. It is based on facts. Michael Jordan and yeah, the yeah. signing of Nike. How they signed him, yeah. So it is. And the fact that Boomer's involved, not that he's in it, but, you know, it's 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 neat. Yeah. It's, but I would like to watch it. I've never, I haven't seen it. Now, people were saying that at that time that Nike was not doing well. I don't, Nike was nothing. They I don't were just a sneaker. that at all. Well, because you were well, talking. Well, no, they, yeah, a sneaker, but they were a popular sneaker, I would think. But not like they blew up with that. Like, what was popular back Adidas. then? Adidas. Really? Converse. 
Converse. Oh, yeah. Right, Converse right, right. was everything. Oh, they had like the NBA. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Converse was the shoe. So I wonder how he decided to go with Nike when he should That's the whole point. That's like, the why whole did movie? he go with Nike and not go with one of the other companies? Like, yeah. You're but, right. Nike was, I remember seeing a story it was on a running Phil Knight. Shoe. Yes. They were into running shoes, mm-hmm. track shoes. Yeah. And then got into the basketball shoes. And there's a great example to where you always say, Converse has the market cornered. Why am I going to create another yeah. sneaker? <laughs> Meantime, Nike is the biggest and has been for decades now. Yeah. And the other ones still do well. It's not like they don't. I mean, hell, Under Armour came in and became That was a shocking player. to me. Yeah. But it goes to show there's a lot of people out there. But I feel like Under Armour came in with that under... The shirt. The the shirt yes. that was going to wick away moisture, and, and then they added products to that. I will tell you, because of Under Armour and that shirt, they have completely changed the shirt game. Yeah. Like, I don't want a cotton shirt anymore. Like, this one I'm wearing from Colonial Middle School? Yeah. This, to me, is a product, that, not that it's Under Armour, but this is a byproduct of what um, Under Armour started. Right. It's comfortable. It's airy. It's light. These shirts are great. And that's all because Under Armour started making shirts out of this material. Right, and then everyone started copying yeah. Under Armour. As soon as someone's successful with something, copycats. Yeah. Happens with soda, meals, food, everything. Clothing, cars. I mean, you think about, I think Tesla, I think, could be wrong, but if not, it's whatever. I think Tesla was the first one to put that big screen interface yeah. in the car. Now you look at every new car, they all have them. It, even cars, I'll walk by... I always like to look. Now I look for screens when I'm like walking my yeah. dog. There could be like a Nissan Sentra, and it's got it. It's got a yep. nice size screen in it. I know, I know. And to me, that's as if you've got a great interior like that. I don't even almost care what the car is. Same. As long as the car drives well and you got that great look inside, it's tremendous. I love a car interior. Yeah, yeah I know. Exterior, don't care. Yeah, it's it's what because that's what you're looking at. Yeah. That's where you're spending your time. And that's what you can control. When we're parked like, out front here, that's true. I can't control whether people are hitting my bumper scrape, the wind, the rain, the snow, the dirt. The gigantic bird crap that lands on your car sometimes. Gigantic bird crap. Right. We can't control that. We can control the inside of our car. Yes. You just reminded me. I didn't pay my parking. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but so it's like everything's a copycat. So yeah. it's not, not surprising to me. When things are successful, even when they're trying to start something that's already out there. When I was in high school, I only wore Nike paraphernalia. Really? I don't know why. I like got locked into Nike. I would wear only Nike t-shirts, Nike sneakers. Maybe the... because as the popular kid in the class, you wanted to set the tone? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I remember uh, some people signed my yearbook, Nike Man. You're kidding me. No. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Hey, Nike Man. Because that's all I would wear. That's actually Nike funny. t-shirts. Was the cowboy shirt a Nike shirt? Uh, probably not. I probably, I would have went. I mean, like if I was getting yeah, something yeah. that wasn't NFL related, then it was Nike. You Nike, Nike, Nike. Nike. That yeah. is, but I do remember good. having those um, Reebok pumps that Boomer used to put Yeah, I don't think I ever did. Yeah. I don't think so. They were pricey. Damn. Probably more then than now. Uh, probably very close. Odd, right? Yeah. Very strange. What do you make of this thing I was telling, uh, saying about uh, Listerine? I'm hearing from... Well, I told you this. Yeah. And then you told me that you had seen the same thing. Yeah, like that they're saying mouth... Listerine... It's again, it's it's extreme. Is not good for your mouth bacteria. How far do you want to take it? I don't know. 
How far are you willing to go, Jerry? You know what? A guy that's eating fast food three times a day, four days out of the seven, if he cuts out the fast food and still eats not great, is going to lose weight and do better for himself. Right. The person like you that's eating no sugars and no refined foods is still going to look at him as a pig. But he's taken the first step towards hopefully five or six steps right. to becoming healthy. The same thing with your hygiene. Do you just want to use toothpaste or do you want to use toothpaste and floss? Toothpaste, floss, and mouthwash. Now, which ones are good? Which ones are bad? How about first we make sure we don't have yellow teeth? Let's start there. Okay. So now no yellow teeth. Then once teeth that's are relatively healthy, we make okay. sure we got the floss going. Right. Now that the floss is good, we have the Listerine. All right. Now that all that's good, now let's break it down and let's see how extreme we want to get. Right. Uh, you know. Because these uh these people on the, the internet, the social Extremists. media. Yeah, it's like they're all of the toothpastes you heard of, no good. So Crest, Colgate, AIM, oh, it's all too harsh. Very harsh chemicals. The scrubbing agents are too harsh. Very bad for you. Bad for your gums. Bad for your teeth. Your your mouth, Jerry, is made up of uh, a membrane that's it's soaking into there. Then it's like, oh, the Listerine. But meanwhile, I go to my dentist. Listerine, Colgate, Crest. But I don't know who to believe. I don't either. I don't either. I'm sure there's truth to all of it. Yes. Again, it's just a matter of how far you want to take it. Yes. Do I think if you sat there... And you put your head back, and you put a cork in your throat, and you sat there with a pool of Listerine in your mouth that it's not going to wear away your insides? Of course it's going to. It's in your, you're putting Listerine in your mouth for 30 seconds once a day. Come on. What are we talking about? I do enjoy it. It feels very refreshing when Uh, I'm done, right? Nothing better than after a, a nice little... Uh, I don't, I don't, we use Listerine. We use you a said scope. scope. I like scope. Yeah. It's fantastic. You right. Say, oh, hello. <laughs> you ever get like a, a cold drink of water after having that's, scope? That sucks. Ooh. That's not because now your mouth is freezing. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's freezing. I don't know what the sensation I think it's just, is. I think, it's, I think your mouth uh, particles are so sensitive from having the, the Listerine killing everything in there. And then you're putting the cold water oh. on. It's, oh, <laughs> it shocks the system. It is nuts. Just like if you had ever... Uh, Maybe when you were a kid, uh, you you have a glass of orange juice and then you brush your teeth. Oh yeah, it kills. I don't know what like what's that? The acid in the orange juice probably is rubbing on my teeth now. Pro- yeah, that combined with the toothpaste is probably a bad combination. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I don't know, but that would be my guess. Then the other thing you look at looking at deodorants. I'm like this deodorant. Well, they're all bad. It's bad for me. All deodorants are bad. Yeah. Like I don't think that's. Breaking news. I think we all know that. The only alternative, and I it's funny, I tried I get I was working nights here. So this I don't even know what years. This would have been two thousand four, five, six, something like that. I was working the four to midnight shift or four to eleven forty. I'm sorry, five to eleven forty shift. So I'd get here about three. I'd leave around eleven forty five. I'd get home around one thirty. It was a very long day. And I remember reading about the aluminums or whatever yeah, the aluminums. hell yeah, is in the deodorant. I'm like you know what? I'm not doing it anymore because I, I had just had a cyst under my arm that the doctor said came from deodorant and I had an open wound under there. I must have got cut or something. And the deodorant created a, uh, not even a cyst, it was a it was an infected cyst or bubble, whatever. It yeah. was so red. And I would never forget the, just the doctor squeezing the pus and the pain. was. They tried numbing it, but I was so far gone. That it 
just hurt like hell. Long story short, I'm like, you know what? No more, no more deodorants. I don't need to go through that anymore. But nothing worked. And by I'd be sitting there at work at 9 p.m. Like, God, what stinks? Oh, it's me. <laughs> oh God. Like I was trying powder, which isn't great either, but right. I thought it was better than deodorant. Nothing. I tried out just soap. That wears off in an hour. I'd be on the train. I'm like, God damn it, it wore off already. Like, this is not so unfortunately. Right, you gotta go back to the aluminum. I still use the deodorant, yes. Yeah, I know. It's tough. It's tough to try to like be be using clean ingredients. You are. You are not. You're ahead. I'm of doing 90, a lot of it. You're a, you're ahead of 99.8 percent society. Not maybe. I want to be. 100. Have you seen society? I have seen society. You're doing well. Despicable, Jerry. Al, I am obese. Look at everybody else. You're not obese. I am though. You think you're technically obese? I know I am. Given my height, my size, I am. I, that's how I am categorized. Then what are these other people I'm looking at? Morbidly obese. Oh, right. Morbidly obese. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. I, I literally, I fall just inside it, but I am. I'm inside the obese category now. It's awesome. <laughs> You're not in the morbidly obese category. Uh, no. <laughs> Never mind. Try not to be. I eat out too much. Man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's impossible. It's very difficult to, to eat out and... Very hard. Oh, very hard, Jerry. All right, let's do the warm up program, Jerry, and we'll be back here tomorrow on a Thursday. All right, I'm gonna go to uh, uh, Wegman's Costco today. Oh, okay. During the week trip. Good. I that's think that's the time the, you, you go. told me that's the best time to go. That is a great time to go. Yeah, especially if you go around one o'clock. Yeah, that's when I would go. Okay, Costco. It is. I got to get me some Costco items, Jerry. Costco item. Oh, what's, yeah. what's the big thing? You don't buy your own toilet paper. So what's the big thing on the list? I love to buy uh, coconut water at Costco. It's much cheaper. You like coconut water? Yeah, I love coconut water. I drink it. I've tried. Yeah. I think I it's get, gross. I get coconut water there. I get uh, frozen blueberries. I get uh, granola. I get some the chips I like. What kind of granola do you get? There's a, there's a keto granola that is all good ingredients. I don't, it's some brand name I never heard. There's also a great brand in the supermarket called Purely Elizabeth is the brand. She makes a nice granola. Um, I don't know what else I get. Sweet potatoes, Jerry. At Costco? Yeah, sometimes. I get eggs there. They don't grow like horns? No. No, they actually last pretty long. The eggs is a good deal. That's that's one of the best deals at Costco. You get that big, like, what is it? uh, You get 36, I think, right? Yeah. Yes. For like $6. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And it used to be for like three bucks. Yeah. But everything costs everything. Everything's much now. more. Yep. So I get those items, Jerry. There's yeah, a right. nice uh, organic um, uh, turkey meat mm-hmm. that I like. Nice uh, beef. I did good today. I had nothing but ground turkey until the donut with my face and your face came on it. I'm like, I got to have a donut with my own face. You couldn't resist your own face. So I had ground turkey in my face and your face. What do you season that ground turkey with? Uh, nothing. Just plain ground it was, turkey. It was um, Kim made um, stuffed peppers. One for her, which had some stuff in it. Mine was just plain, and the pepper. Hmm. It was ground turkey. Ground turkey and, and a pepper. And a pepper. It's pretty good. I think I can make a ground pepper. I mean, like a stuffed pepper. I've never tried. It's not that difficult. Just stuff it and then shove it in the oven. Yeah, we we actually brown it first. Yeah. Then put it in the pepper. And then, oh, okay, yeah, that's a good idea. And then bake it a little bit. Yeah. It's good. Mm. So, all right, well, you all have right, a great Jerry. day. You too. So.
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. <laughs> Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hey, what do we say? We do that this Wednesday. What's up, midweek? Boy, that came quick, right? When we don't work Monday, that's what happens. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up, you good fella? And for me, his name is Albert Larry Dukes. What's up? Otherwise, it's going to be Albert IKF Dukes. No. Hmm. All right. That's too obvious. Jerry, that was a fun night of baseball. It would have been cool if we watched it. Yeah, well. I did see a good portion of the Met game. I did not see any of the Yankee game other than to see that they scored 10 runs again. They scored 10 runs. Uh, Aaron Judge hit another home run. Why they continue to throw balls down the middle on this dude, I don't know, Well, Jerry. in fairness, it was, uh, I think it was 8-4 or 8-2 already. Oh, okay. At that point, pitch to him. Good and point. I didn't. It's funny. Usually, at least I've seen the highlights. I yeah. was going. I was listening to the Draymond Green podcast for the last twenty-five minutes. Draymond Green. So podcast. I did not get a chance to watch the highlights yet, which I will at some point. My question would be because someone said that they threw the ball down the middle to him yesterday, or two yeah. days ago. Hmm, not really true. It was just it was just off the inside corner. He's just really good. Made a great swing. I want to see this pitch. I just um, to me, it's just like don't throw it anywhere near where he can hit it. So like he to does me, strike out a lot, right though. in the dirt. But he strikes out two hundred times a That's year. That's true. And you're right. At this point, the Yankees scored three runs in the first inning. All they needed. Then Volpe hits a three run home. Yeah, line, that was it. That nothing. ended the game basically. A guy named Greg Allen, who I don't even know who that is, mm. on the Yankees hit Outfielder. a home run. Isn't he from the uh, from Cleveland? I have no idea. Okay. He, I I don't <laughs> even know who that was. Yeah. <laughs> And okay. at the very least, Jerry, I've seen, I've not missed a Yankee highlight package all season, even all on the season. weekends. Even I first thing I when I wake up in the morning, I get my coffee, well, I do my highlight packages. In fairness to you, never I, heard of him. No, you have. I just don't think he is. I'm going to pull up his stats from this year. He has not played a whole lot. That was his first home run. 
So let's see. I wish John Sterling was doing the game so we can get a Greg Allen home run call. No. No. Let's no. see. Greg Allen, I'm, Allen if I'm going gonna, gonna to say he's played 15 games. All right. Is that fair? That's fair. What have they played? Around 50-ish? Yeah. So then he must not have done anything that was uh, big in the I'm game that I would have seen in a highlight package. 15 games for Greg Allen. Let's see. He has played uh, eight games. Eight games. Wow. So in fairness to you, yes. it's not like he's been out there every day. Right. He hasn't been. So then in the previous seven games... He probably didn't do anything good enough to make a highlight package. Um, I would agree with that because when you look at his previous games played, uh, he did play Monday. Well, he did he did score a run Monday, and prior to that, not a whole lot. It must have been, you know what I probably saw in one of the highlight packages? He's just like on base already. They don't show his hit. Probably. Then it was like probably like a, a, a double where he was on third yeah, and just yeah. trotted home. They're going to show you the guy that gets the base hit. Yes. And that's what they're going to feature. So you're not, I don't think you're off by saying who's this guy. That's That seems fair to me. New phone, who this? New phone, who this? And yes, he did play with Cleveland for three years. Okay. Prior to the pandemic and then during the pandemic season. The Yankees are just rolling out there. They're steamrolling the Mariners. Yeah, scoring a lot of runs too. Scoring a lot of runs. Yep. Taking over that city, Jerry. And all of a sudden, you look at them, and they've won four in a row. Now, they lost three straight prior to that, but prior to that, they'd won five in a row. So, all of a sudden, now the Rays lost again. Oh, now we're just five back in the AL East. That was like 10 games at one point, right? It was. When I asked if the season was over. And I asked what we you? keep saying, the Rays are not going to play. The Rays are good. They're yeah. not this good to where they're going to keep winning nine out of every 10 games. It wasn't going to happen. And so, now you're within five. You're not even in June yet, which is tomorrow. Right. Five games in August Nothing. seems manageable, let Very alone manageable. in May 31st. They're back. Yankees are back, Jerry, and this is it. It's official. They've taken over Seattle just like uh, the the group that took over the downtown. Aaron Judge has just barricaded himself in downtown Seattle with IKF and all the other Yankees. This and, Greg Allen fella. And uh, Seattle's not a bad team either. Like, Seattle's a... They're an average to a little bit better than an average team. They look like they stink. Uh, right now, they don't look great. They're Watch giving these. up a lot of runs. Yeah. A lot of runs. Early and often. A lot of Three runs. Three-nothing, six-nothing, seven-nothing. Yeah. Well, you're not wrong. Well, you know what it is. They got their stopper going tonight, George Kirby. Yeah, I was thinking of this when I saw George Kirby. Yeah. Not a lot of Georges anymore being named. No. Like it, he had it. That has I to think- be... Named. I think George Foreman uh, did that last, where he yeah. named all his kids George, and that was the end of it. This George Kirby for the Mariners has to be named after a grandfather. There's no way his parents were just like, let's name our kid George without any connection. Oh, that could be. That's possible. Is, I have a cousin George. He's named after my grandfather. Right. This is very true. Is he as uh, young as this uh, George Kirby? Though? Not as young. He's probably, oh boy, I don't even know, 32 maybe? All right. So not quite as young, but I, you know, young enough. Right? Young and that is young enough, Jerry. Because normally say, I would think if your name is George, you're 45 or older. Yes. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Correct. Same with Albert. Albert. They still name babies Jerry or no? Like, do you well, know any young name, Jerry's? My real name's Gerard. Do you know any young Gerard's? No. Like, do you coach any young Gerard's coming no. up? Any no. young Albert's? No. What about Eddie's? Yes. No. Hmm. That's a good one. Eddie, I think, is still a Eddie, solid Eddie, name. Eddie. I have not coached an Eddie. No. Well, Mike. Is Mike Mike still is a... still very popular. Joe. Jo- John. It's funny. On our one baseball team, I think we have four Joes. It's nuts, actually. Is one of those named Joe Mama? <laughs> 
<laughs> Joe ass. <laughs> Joe mama. <laughs> You're such an idiot, I swear. And the Mets, Jerry, what a fun game oh, that was. Oh, God. Mets, Phillies. That's it. We're done with the Yankees. Yeah, it's enough. <laughs> the Yankees just rolling. I'll give you one more note. Harrison Bader's uh, officially hit the I.L. Okay. Hamstring. I did see that. That Hamstring is true. Hamstring strain. It is. The Yankees are fortunate just from this standpoint. I mean, they're they're killing Seattle. Yeah. No, not facing Luis Castillo at all in these three games. That would be the one guy you get. What was I forget his name? Gilbert. That was uh, two days ago. Gilbert. Yep. We get. Uh, or was that yesterday? Whatever. You got Kirby tonight. It's like, yeah. That's not exactly uh, the top of the line. Um, Cy no, Young roster. But doing what they're supposed to do. That's yeah. the mark of a really good team. Oh, one more quick one. Aaron Hicks is now on the Orioles. Correct. Will he? Hit a home run against the yes. Yankees this year. I think he'll, well, I don't know how long he'll be there. So he, they, they picked him up because Cedric Mullins got hurt. Okay. But they also don't think it's a long term injury. This oh, could be a couple bad. weeks maxing out. Now I'd have to look at this. Let me pull up the schedule so, and see if the Yankees play the Orioles anytime soon. I don't know if they so do. So he's got to turn it on as soon as he becomes an Oriole if he's going to stick around, is what you're saying. Well, I would tell you a good bet would be to uh, a home run in his first game. <laughs> Greg, is that going to be he'll drop dead. enormous odds? Enormous odds, you would think. He's going to put that sweet swing into Camden Yards right field. Yankee fans will be like, we got rid of Aaron Hicks too soon. They don't play Baltimore anytime soon. Yeah, too bad. The Yankees go to the Dodgers over the weekend, and then they're home for the White Sox, Red Sox. Then you get the Mets for two at City Field in Boston, Seattle again. I mean, so the, the Orioles are no time soon. Ah, too bad. He'll be gone by so the time they play to, the Orioles again. He would have to catch real fire. For a long time well, in order I mean, to face the Yeah, Yankees. he's not taking the place of Cedric Mullins. When he comes back and he's healthy, he's out, hmm. I would think. I mean, who knows? Listen, if he goes there and plays well, yeah, he'll have a spot on the team. Jerry, you got to play well enough where the team can't get rid of you. Correct. I think he was batting 190 this year. That will get you run. Batting 190, Jerry, well, that'll get you run right off a team. Now, that would have been 190 points higher than you had the one season. All the one season, yeah. But uh, for a major leaguer, that's not going to keep you around very long. No. Not great. Kept me around as a little leaguer because I could field my position in center field. Do you ever think the difference between a 190 hitter and a 300 hitter is what? Is 11 hits every 100 at-bats. Doesn't seem like a lot. No. Like the guy that bats 300 makes out 70 out of 100 times. The guy that bats 190 makes out 81 times instead of 70. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Yet if a guy comes up that's a 300 hitter in a big spot, we feel really good about him. And the guy that's the 190 hitter, we're like, oh, this is over. Yeah, this guy And stinks. it's the difference of 11 hits every 100 at bats. That's it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a large difference. No, it doesn't. It does not at all. That's what they always use in trying to motivate people in different things and different jobs. You're like, a, ba- a really great baseball hitter will fail seven times. Correct. They always tell you the uh, the Hall of Famers will fail yeah. seven out of ten times. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a good uh, way to think. I like every once in a while when we have a dude chasing 400. That is cool. We haven't had that since Tony Gwynn. I know. I feel like Tony Gwynn, George Brett, who was Rod batting Carew. what? That was that was in '94 during the strike year. He was what a .387 during when that strike hit. Is that right? I the strike say, ruined on. his uh, chase hold of 400. On, hold on, hold on. I'm going to check. I don't. Damn. People are going to yell at us. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure in '94 he was batting three. It was high threes when the strike came. 90, 94. We need a 400 hitter, Jerry. What? 
I want a 400 hitter this year. Uh, you're not going to get Who's one. leading? Yeah, I don't think we'll. I will. I don't, I don't think, think we'll ever see a 400 hitter in our in our lifetime. To be quite batting honest, batting average. All right, so here we go. 1994, Tony Gwynn was batting th- oh more than 387. He was batting 394. That's 394. A, yeah. So how about this run he had? I mean, you talk about a great hitter. 1993, he bats 358. 94, he bats 394 in 110 games. Backs it up in 95 in 135 games. He batted 368. Then he had a down year, 353 and 96, 372 and 97. Think about those five years right there. And he never struck out either. Damn, no. He was not a strikeout guy at all. Let's see. His highest number of strikeouts in a career was in 1988. He played 133 games, and he struck out 40 times. I mean, are you serious? There's a dude on the Marlins, Jerry. He's batting 376. Second baseman, Luis Arias. Oh, Luis Arias. He is not going to bat 400. He is not? No. Let me give you one other no. name. Freddie he was Free- the batting champion last year. Freddie Freeman's He's batting, not batting 344. That's 56 points lower with uh, 120 games to go. Are you out of your mind? Bo Bichette, 331. No, come on. They, come even, on. You're not even close to 400. Oh, that's pretty damn close, Jerry. He's only 70 points. It's not close. How about, all right, here we go. This would be the This would be the cool year for Tony Gwynn talking about strikeouts or whatever. 1997, he played 149 games. He batted 372. You want to guess how many strikeouts? 149 games. I'm going to say he struck out 40 times. 28 times. (laughs) That is unbelievable. It would be pretty cool if you're a pitcher. You got Tony Gwynn looking. Wow. That's right, Tony Gwynn. You missed it. That really is something. Oh, I got a better one for you. This is ridiculous. In 1989, he played 158 games. <laughs> he struck out 30 times. That's it. 30 times. Yeah. Holy cow. And now you look at the way these guys strike out, and it's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. He Doesn't must matter. not be able to watch baseball anymore. Well, he passed away, Al. That's what I mean. Aye, aye, aye. I mean, you cannot watch baseball when you're passed away, Jerry. <laughs> News alert for you. Do you know anyone who's passed away who's still watching baseball? Well, I there are a lot of people that would think they're watching from above. Why did Tony Gwynn pass away? Mouth cancer. How do you not know that? Well, I know now that Chewing you tobacco. mentioned it, Jerry. Oh, he passed in 2014. Yeah. Oh, we're, sa- we're thinking about you, Tony Gwynn, today. Very sad. And your high average and your lack of strikeouts. Yes. Well, we can always think about When we think about great baseball players, Tony Gwynn should be on the list. He's on my list. He should, And he's one of those guys that, like Will Clark, mm-hmm. I used to collect the baseball cards and couldn't wait for this week in baseball because we never saw them. Right. All you he knew was, was a mystery. Yeah. And all I remember was a friend of mine was a, well, I shouldn't say a friend of mine, my cousin actually, lives in San Francisco. You, I used to talk about Don Mattingly. All he would talk about was Will Clark. Right. And that was the battle. Will Clark, Don Mattingly, best first baseman in baseball. It is funny. You'd see Will Clark when they played the Mets. That was it. That was it. You would see him a handful of times, and that you, they didn't even play the Yankees because there was no interleague back then. Correct. Or maybe very little at the end. I'm not even sure when his career ended. But, yeah, you didn't. You never saw him. It was just the back of the baseball card. Do you think in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, before, well before the internet, I guess cable ESPN changed things a little bit, so let's stop at the 80s for the most part. Do you think writers voted for the Hall of Fame based purely on the back of the baseball card? Yes. They had to, right? Yeah, had to. Well, I mean, I guess they could have... articles you might have read about them. 
But where were you getting those? They, they were going to the library for your, what do you call that? The microfiche or they whatever the hell you call microfilm it? microfilm and microfiche. Where were you? I guess there were box scores in the in the Daily News and the Post. Yeah, box like, scores. So you were basically voting for Hall of Famers, not from watching them, but purely off the back of a baseball yes. card. Which is stats. interesting because when you watch someone every day, it's different. Sometimes the stats don't quite tell the story. You also wouldn't get, in, you know, some of these guys don't get voted in because they're mean to the to the reporters. Well, that's true, too. Was that, never who interact- was that, Eddie? Was that Jim Rice? That they, the writers Jim Rice, were- Eddie Murray. And Eddie another- Murray. That's Eddie right. Murray, he was another right. one. That's true. So very interesting how yeah. different it is now. Oh, it is, Jerry. Compared Albert to Bell, right? Albert Bell was another one. Yeah, 100%. All right, we're going to take a break. We barely even got started. We talked a little bit about the Yankees. We will get to the Mets coming up next because that's where Al was going to go. So he will go there after the break and we'll go to a Boomer and Geo program at six on the fan. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, why would you go with this song leading into a Mets story? There's got to be something here. Hmm. All right, Alan Jerry with you till 6 o'clock. Talked a lot about the Yankees and Tony Gwynn. Who knew we were going to be discussing that? Uh, and your Metsies last night with a solid win over the Phillies. Solid win, 2 nothing. Kodai Senga, Jerry. Lights out. Uh-huh. Well, flash, not lights flash, out. Flash. He did give up a home run that Brendan Nimmo took back. I mean, I can't say lights out when he gave up a 390-foot shot. He gave up one hit. One hit. Seven innings. And it wasn't even a hit. And by the way, I'm not sure that was going out of the park, the Brandon Nimmo <laughs> stolen, uh, what they're calling the stolen home run ball. I think I was hitting the top of the wall. So, funny you say that just because when I, I was watching this live at the time, I thought immediately... Look at him taking a home run away. Then they showed the side angle. Yeah. Mm. He might have stopped the double. I think he stopped the double. Either way, it's a great play. Great catch. Great play. That dude is super excited. He looks like a little leaguer out there. Then I like that Brandon Nimmo himself got robbed of an extra base hit. Yeah, yeah. Funny how that works. By some dude in the outfield for the Phillies. You know what's so interesting about Brandon Nimmo is how many times you see a guy sign a big contract and then they're slow to get going or maybe they're kind of complacent. This guy has come out balls to the wall and has played great all season long. And I also think back to when they drafted him. I believe he was the kid, if I remember the draft correctly, where he played like American Legion ball or something like that. He didn't go to college. Yeah. And I'm thinking, who the hell is this? And why did they draft this kid? And it's really worked out. Like, he's become, he's like Alonzo. Like, he's a Met. And now that he's signed long-term, he ain't going anywhere. And you hope he starts and finishes his career there. But he's been, he's fun to watch, too. Do you think uh, opposing pitchers hate when he gets a walk and he darts down the first base? I don't think anymore, no. As I think it's at this point now, it's his thing. Maybe when he was a rookie or a second-year player or a third-year player, they were like, what is this, dope? Yes, I don't think so anymore. There's two extremes. When you sprint down the first base, that looks weird. (laughs) And if you casually, slowly take off all your gear and wander down the first base, I hate that as well. I like him running down the first. I do, too. It looks like, you know what it looks like, Jerry? I'm ready to advance. Yeah. I'm ready to 
do a hit and run situation or ready have, to steal a base. Have two disengagements are going to run on your face. Yeah. <laughs> I will True. be gone down the second base. Yep, That's how fast I am. He really is fun player to watch. Yeah. He's awesome. So who do we got tonight for the Mets pitching? The Carlos Carrasco. Who was not great been... last time. He was? Yes. I thought he was terrible last time. Did I miss did I miss that one? I don't know. I, feel I thought like Carrasco's I... last time out was really good. Mm. All right. Have again, haven't got to that just yet because I was listening to Draymond Green to look at Carlos what? Carrasco splits. What's going on with this Draymond Green podcast that you're interested in? Well, I so today's one of those days where you've got the Mets and the Yankees. Yeah. What else? Mets and Yankees. Right. And so that. I was I was searching for stuff. Okay. And I came across Draymond Green who did his podcast last time out, Carlos Carrasco pitched against the Cubs, six and two-thirds, one run, five hits, four oh. strikeouts, and got the win. You so are correct, was, Jerry. I know. You made me second-guess myself. You are correct, sir. Um, so I, so I, just, I, I saw that Draymond Green did a podcast, and so I'm like, oh, you got to listen because you never know what comes out of it. And I did like this gem that I heard. Clearly not a Boston Celtic fan and clearly not a fan of the Celtic fans. As he basically said, ah, screw you guys. Boston Celtics saying we'll make excuses. And I ain't hearing none of that because y'all are rude. And I'm happy y'all lost. Especially those of you that are in that arena. I'm happy y'all lost. <laughs> there's They're one rude, where, Jerry. There's one where he's laughing at the end, which is, <laughs> this might be it. This might be it. I must say, it did not hurt me to watch the Boston Celtics fans. So those people were really rude to me last year. And I like to see them suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It seems good natured. Yeah, no, he's. I mean, he's having fun with it, but he's serious too. Yeah, like Boston is not a fun place to play for him, and he wants to make sure everybody knows it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And he's happy they're out. Now, out. This, this Aaron Nola, Jerry, is he still a good pitcher for the well, Phillies? The Phil- yes, the Phillies have not been a great team though this year. Yeah, but yes, Aaron Nola is still a good pitcher. Jerry, more uh, controversy continues to surround the Dodgers Pride Night. Yeah, I saw or um, Wow. I Multiple was just about to say stories. Oral Hershiser. <laughs> You're thinking of Oral and Pride Night. <laughs> a goo, goo, no, goo. I was thinking about Oral Hershiser, you oh. jerk. <laughs> Not um, oh, I see. Clayton Kershaw. Wow. And Trevor Williams. You know what it is? We're talking about Tony Gwynn and Will Clark. Yeah. My mind went back to that time. We're going old school <laughs> baseball here tonight, Jerry. Or this think it was last morning. time Earl Hershiser's name was mentioned on this radio station. <laughs> you got to love Oral. <laughs> that was it. We actually <laughs> kept a recording of it. Who had Oral? <laughs> okay, oh. Boomer, relax. Ooh, okay. So two things came up with uh, oh. L.A. Dodger Pride Night. It, it still uh, surrounds the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, Jerry. You'll remember that they were invited, yeah. then disinvited, then re-invited. Right. They are a uh, group who, uh, I guess through their comedy, they are uh, gentlemen who dress like nuns. Right. So uh, there are Catholic groups who are very against this. Amongst them, Dodger pitcher Clayton Kershaw. No, well, he yes, he's not against... Pride night. He is not against Pride he's Night. He's against at all. this group. Yes, he does not like the inclusion. He, right. He believes they attack the Catholic religion. Yes. And so that for that reason he doesn't like them. Made it very clear about all the other stuff is fine. And for that reason I am out. Uh but he is happy Jerry that the Dodgers uh, announced Christian Faith and Family Day. Actually, I don't think they did. He did. Oh, he announced it. <laughs> I think he did. Well, 
Which he is said June 30th or July 30th, June, uh, I forget. It's one, it's one of those. Yeah. It's coming up, and it's either June 30th or July 30th. Yes. one of those two. He said he was happy that they finally gave him a date. Yes. Because I guess it was supposed to happen. There was never a hard date for it. And when he was complaining about the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, they were like, June 30th. Yeah. Or July 30th, whatever. It's, it's one of those two. One of those two nights. And he made sure to let everybody know it was coming up. Oh, my gosh. Who's ever in charge of all these special nights? I'd be like, I don't you, want this job. You think someone got fired over this? No. You don't? No. Because this has created a bleep storm. It sure has. Out there. Well, now they're giving the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence an award that night. So they were invited, disinvited, re-invited, were, and awarded. They were always getting the, the award, oh. I thought. I, that's what I thought. And then you got Anthony Bass of the Blue Jays. If you saw him, he had to issue a public apology after he shared a video that uh, endorses anti-LGBTQLA boycotts. Oh, where he says, quote, I recognize yesterday I made a post that was hurtful to the Pride community, which includes friends of mine and close family members of mine. And he I'm was really uh, sorry for that. He was endorsing people not buy Bud Light or shop at Target. I Yes, correct. And, and now was, he's apologized. I believe that's I apologize. exactly what it was. Waddle-doodle. <laughs> Waddle-doodle. Apologize. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, Trevor Williams, Jerry, he's a pitcher what for the do now? Well, he's a pitcher for the Nationals. I know who Trevor Williams is. He voiced his displeasure with the Dodgers. Okay. Reinviting the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to Pride Night. Quote, "To invite and honor a group that makes a blatant and deeply offensive mockery of my religion and the religion of over 4 million people in Los Angeles County alone undermines the values of respect and inclusivity that should be upheld by any organization." Serious well question thought for out, you, uh, thing. How many religions are there? Well, I would guess it's in the hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands? There are 200 versions of Christianity in this country alone. That's Worldwide, there are wow. 45,000 approximately different versions of Christianity. When, how wow. are we going to cover them all for the doctors? <laughs> so I, I, I would say that it's probably hundreds of thousands. Wow. And if you go with religions that are no longer practiced, you know, like the uh, you know worship worshiping the ancient Greek or Roman gods or the Norse. Yeah, gods, I'm not counting that. Which, by the way, I don't know. Some people may still do okay, that. Okay, fair I'm enough. Not sure, but hundreds of thousands. I would wow. guess because, a lot of religions. Yeah, and they're because anybody so, can make a little variation and just do their own thing. So, 81 home games a year, mm-hmm. the Dodgers would have to do a night yeah. every night for the next 4,000 years. Yes, they better get busy with their wow. calendar, their future calendars. Holy cow! Yeah, it's a lot, Jerry. That is a lot. Plus, you got to do all sorts of other nights. Well, yeah. Bobblehead nights. Bark at the park. <laughs> when is uh, Atheist Night? Well, they don't have it on the calendar yet. Yeah. And Eddie's against that. I, 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 I okay. Uh, would you be shocked if there was one at some point? Atheist yes, Night? Yes, I, would. I actually would. Really? Yeah. I, I, I think a, uh, a lesbian uh, uh, terrorist would have a better chance of getting elected in this country than a declared atheist. Wow. Words I didn't think I'd hear today. <laughs> okay. Lesbian terrorist. Yeah. Okay. I, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. This turned weird. What you, think got this comes up every, <laughs> you think every day when the Dodger 
person in charge of this walks into the office, they're like, let me check the news, see who's. I think they're on their phone constantly. You are. Yeah, I don't. This is not the old days where you get in, put the computer on, or look at the turn the uh, turn the front page of the newspaper. I think they're at home staring at this nonstop. You imagine what their Instagram and and Twitter feeds look like. (laughs) Right to comments. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No. They're. I think constantly they're looking at it. They have to. I have a fun story to turn us around, Jerry. Oh, fun story. Turn the car around. Uh, Al Pacino's having a baby. He's 82. Hoo-ah. And his wife, well, wife or girlfriend. Girlfriend. 29. Yeah. Okay. Hoo-ah. Now, hold on a second. We've talked about age yes. age differences. Mm-hmm. I'm all for if you're 60 and in shape with a 35-year-old. Either way. All right. doesn't matter which one's the 60. I'm just saying 60 to 35. Eh. Yeah, Cher always had very okay. young boyfriends. Absolutely. Madonna. Fine. 29 and 82? Yes. Even if he lived to be 100? Yeah. Oh, come on. Hoo-ah. My good. I thought he was old in that movie, Scent of a Woman. Right. When he was being hoo-ah, he was old. Jesus. 82. 82. He's going to have a baby, Jerry. But once again, this all this He's does. He's going to be running around with his babies. The good news is yeah. all this does is reinforce for me mm-hmm. that it's never too late for you. I probably have a baby at 82. <laughs> you find a 29-year-old. You'll be too old to take care of it. Who do you want for me? Yeah. Do you, you think got my when, sperm? Do you think when he was creating the baby, he went, hoo at the end? I Hoo-ah. think it's very possible that he has done that numerous times. Yeah. Like, I do. Right. Probably right after that movie, too, when he was picking up chicks, they'd be like, do the hoo Oh, absolutely. hoo Is it only one time at Hoo-ah. the end? <laughs> yeah, at the very end, hoo which means his sperm still works, Jerry. 82-year-old sperm. I told you it will still, still work. Yes. That's a manly man, Al That's Pacino. That's why when you sit there and talk about you're too old, you're yeah. not. I don't feel like my sperm is powerful like, like Al Pacino's You is. only need one, Al. That's true. You only need one, one good swimmer. to swim up river and get one. to its destination. Talk about batting averages as we were talking about earlier with yeah. Tony Gwynn. Just think one you only for need... a million. You got yeah. a kid. You only yes. need one of those sperm out of a million of them. That having been said, not that easy. Yeah. Very difficult. Very difficult. But possible. You're swimming upstream. I got to be honest, Eddie. It would be glorious <laughs> if one day Al came in here at the age of 54 and said, we're having a baby. Having a baby, Jerry. <laughs> I think... There would be a party in the commissary the yeah. very next day. I might do it just to get 12 weeks paternity leave, <laughs> or whatever the New York state rule is these days. I think it's nine. Nine? I don't think it's 12. If it's uh, tw- but then you'd regret it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, do regret, I regret it. it, please. He, to your deathbed. Yes. Right right now the dog is going to fill his regret till he dies. <laughs> right. If I had a baby like Al Pacino at 82? Oh, I was thinking more 62. Oh, 62. Or 55. Oh, 82 sounds good. Or next week, you found out. No, no. 82 is perfect because he's not going to give a crap. He's got a 29 year old girlfriend or wife. Yeah, somebody else could be taking care of that baby in a couple years. Or another man. You're right. He'll have a nanny. Yeah. He won't have to do anything. I wouldn't think. He'll probably impregnate the nanny. This is what these celebrities do. Photos of him recently? Like, does he look good? No. Oh. (laughs) He looks old. He looks like he's 82. He does. Yeah. Does he look old like Jack Nicholson looks now? Yeah, he's getting there. Yep. Yeah, he looks old like Jack man. Nicholson. He's an old man. This is a good-looking girlfriend he's got, too, at 29. Yeah, he's Al Pacino. Ooh-ah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's famous, mm-hmm. he's rich, and clearly stuff still works. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. He's probably taking blue chews. <laughs> Whatever works. To get that baby going. If that's what you need.
Why don't do you, you think, take one this weekend? Do you think she wanted a baby or was it an accident? Like, she's probably like, this guy's sperm ain't swimming still. I, I can't answer that. I don't yeah, know you the don't girl. Know. We you, don't know. If you told me she was thrilled because it links her with him now, mm-hmm. okay. If you told me that it was a one-night thing, they just hit it off one night, okay. If you told me they were deeply in love, I'd say, okay. I don't know. Well, I know they've actually been together for a while because I remember seeing. She's 29. I, How long? <laughs> Four weeks. Carrie, <laughs> they've been together she, 20 years. She just graduated from college. <laughs> When I say a while, I mean I didn't just hear of her when so she got maybe pregnant. Maybe a year or two they've been around. Maybe. Yeah, I actually feel like yeah, I feel like she was twenty-seven when they started dating. He was a young eighty, <laughs> very youthful eighty, very youthful eighty. Yeah, she thought he was very young when My they met. God, hi, five thirty-seven, more than halfway home. Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour. It's a Wednesday morning on the fam. Something like that. Quarter to six. Good morning. His name's Al. I'm Jerry. And that guy's Eddie. And uh, we got uh, Boomer and Gio coming up at six o'clock. What else? Jerry, I have a, is this a big deal or not a big deal? Oh, big deal, not a big deal. Big deal, not a big deal. I'm going to give you a story. T- Jerry, you're going to tell me, is this a big deal we should be concerned about? Is this not a big deal? Is this Kate Hudson posing nude? No. Oh, because she did that. Okay. That would be a good That's deal. a good deal. That That's a good, a good deal. deal, Jerry. Pink posing nude? New. No, also a good deal. That was out this there is too not, yesterday. This is not a good deal, bad deal. This is... Big deal, not a big deal. All right, got it. Two different uh, uh, (laughs) things we do here. All right. Okay. The Giants have a rookie center, Jerry. His name is John Michael Schmitz. John Jacob Hammer Schmitz. He uses a different technique in snapping the football, which I didn't even know was a thing. He, He does something called the dead snap technique, Jerry in which one point of the football is in the palm of his hand, and he snaps it to the QB end over end instead of spiral style. Right. Is this a big deal? Well, I would say that's what these uh, off-season workouts are for. Yeah. And what training camp will be for, catch the ball. Why would you just catch the ball? bring in a guy with a different snapping technique? You realize what we're talking about? Yeah. Catch the ball. What's the difference? What do you mean catch the ball? He's handing it to him. He's no, a, they were talking about the uh, the shotgun, the little snap, the little spiral, or the end over end. I think even in the regular okay. snap, so get your hands up the crotch and let's go. Grab the ball. Oh, I see what you're saying. Shotgun style. Mm-hmm. It's not coming out spiral. That's what I was assuming you yeah. were referencing. I think he does all the snaps like that. So you even get the ball snapped. I've seen other guys snap like that. I would immediately, if I had a bad game, be like, this dude's snapping the ball. <laughs> well, if you fumble the snaps, you can certainly do that. I don't think you can blame an interception on the snap. <laughs> yeah, I do love it. I would love a shotgun if I was quarterbacking. Cause That's I feel what like, they all do now. Right? It gives you an extra gives you an extra step. But snapper, you also do have to, not only when you get the ball, figure out where you're. You got to get your hands you, on the laces. Yeah, where Absolutely. you like to throw the ball at. But I don't think that's. I mean, you, you've played flag football. <laughs> I sure QB. have. It's not that difficult. Mm. It's not. You grab the ball, you spin it, you're ready to go. Yeah, that's true. When you would play in the street with the Nerf football, if you played with a well-worn Nerf football, there, there were, were no laces. Not only were there no laces, but there were indentations where the thumbs always went, so true. you did have to find that. That is true. It's a very good point. Okay, so we're going to say that, Jerry. I'm going to say not a big deal. John Michael Schmidt's dead snap snap technique is snapper. Not a big deal. No, but I'll revisit that the uh, after week four. <laughs> Snapperhead. 
Let's see how that's gone. If that snapper head has a hard time getting my man Daniel Jones the ball, <laughs> he, we're giving him $41 million a year, Jerry. He better get that ball snapped to him the way he likes it. Yeah, or how about he just catches the ball? Or just catch the ball and get rid of it quick. That's it. No, no excuses. Let's go. No excuses. So I say not a big deal. I don't know if you're aware, Jerry, but Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, he has uh, broken up with his longtime girlfriend and now has Is a... Is she 82? She... <laughs> no, they were more the same age. Oh, okay. This is not an Al Pacino situation. He's dating Sharon Stone. <laughs> <laughs> and they're having a baby. <laughs> that would be a great story. Maybe Oprah. No, uh, Josh Allen's dating Oprah and Sharon Stone. He's going to commit to one of them soon. He's going to reveal... No, he's got a new girlfriend who's an actress, Haley Steinfeld. Oh, I actually I'm familiar with her. Yes, you I believe I've seen her. the photos of him and her together. Yes. Yeah. So they went on a uh, the, over this Memorial Day weekend. They were here in New York City, Jerry. Uh, they were having a sushi meal, and then were seen making out. <laughs> okay, good for him. Making out after sushi, sushi. Mm-hmm. sounds weird. Fish breath. Well, but Ugh. but some yeah, people don't breath. have the fish in the sushi. They have the fake sushi. That's they what have we fake have. Sushi? Like little rolls. <laughs> little cucumbers in it. Yeah. Oh, you're saying like vegetable rolls yeah. as opposed to the raw fish. It just looks like sushi, but it's not. Yeah. I always be like, ugh, you got tuna breath. Gross. Sushi tuna breath. Well, I got to say, I think most sushi, if you even if you're eating just the fish part, it shouldn't smell. Because if it smells, that means you got some bad fish. Ugh. Big stank fish. It's still fish in your mouth. Yeah. Right. At the <laughs> end of the day. It's still motion fish in your ugh. mouth. I see. I thought swap and spit. Originally, when I heard he and his girlfriend broke up, I thought this is going to be good news for the Jets. He's going to be heartbroken for the season. He's probably going to not know. He's going to be all out of sorts. And now they're back together. No, he's got this new girlfriend now. Right. Oh, oh, different girl. Got it. Different girl. Yeah. You know, my only hope is that, you know, sometimes when guys are young, I know I was this way. When you start dating a new girl, you forget about everything else and you just locked in on this girl. Hopefully he's not hitting the uh, playbook. You know what I mean? Hopefully he's making out, eating sushi with her. You really think a rich quarterback on an NFL team in a small town is going to stay single for very long? (laughs) I mean, come on. (laughs) How did he meet an actress, though? He's Josh Allen. Right, but you're saying like... He's probably hanging out in L.A. I would have tried to go for the hottest chick in Buffalo. Don't make any jokes, Jerry. I didn't say anything. There are hot chicks in Buffalo. Yes, there are. Yes, there are. There's no, hot girls everywhere. That's true. There everywhere. are hot chicks everywhere, Jerry. Yes, there are. And there are ugly men everywhere and good-looking men everywhere. Right. Right. Here we're, we're in the land of the Cretans here at the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> we are here at WFAN. I've been looking for good-looking dudes, Jerry. There are none of them here. It's the Munsters <laughs> 2023 version. <laughs> the only good-looking guy we have here. Tiki Barber, probably. Tiki's a good-looking dude. He's fashionable. Yes. Good-looking, in Always shape. good-looking. Eh. Big, blonde. What do you mean, man? He's going to be Al Pacino's age soon. <laughs> no, he's not. Who? <laughs> he's got 20 years before oh. that. Are you out of your mind? Hmm. All right. Uh, I did also see, I feel like this is something Boomer and Geo should discuss. I have no idea what this means. Oh, boy. But that the Knicks are not going to extend GM Scott Perry. What do you mean? I don't know what this means. They fired him, basically. He's fired. His contract was up. Okay. He went into, uh, all right, what are we doing? Well, you're leaving. <laughs> so 
Oh, are there big name GMs available? For well, the, the guy in Golden State just stepped down. Is that right? Yeah. So I don't. I honestly have no idea what they're planning on doing. But you know, it's so funny. So this poor guy has been around for the last five, six years. <laughs> yeah. They finally get good. <laughs> Take a walk. <laughs> Your job is done here. He's so. like, oh, hi. Uh, who does he meet with? James Dolan, you think? No, I would think it would be. Um, What's his name? Worldwide West. Oh, yeah. So he walks in. He goes, hey, hey, we had a pretty good season from all these guys I brought in. They're like, yeah, no. You're out. <laughs> Get out. We're getting a big name. Yeah. I was I, just wondering, like, is there a big name GM that's available? You mentioned this Golden State guy. Is it a name I would, a guy like me would know, Jerry? Um, Bob Myers is the guy nope. in uh, in Golden State. The answer then is no, there isn't. No, it isn't a name I would know. Well, what name would you know from the <laughs> NBA other than Michael Jordan and LeBron James? I've heard of those guys. Holy cow. Speaking of LeBron James, Jerry, did you see he put out a what they're calling a cryptic Instagram post yesterday? Well, Leon Rose would be the other guy, by the Leon way. Leon Rose he would talk to yeah. Him. A cryptic message. A cryptic message on Instagram. He he put a Jay-Z lyric from the song, What More Can I Say? And that lyric was, I'm supposed to be number one on everybody's list. We'll see what happens when I no longer exist. Yeah, okay. Does that mean means nothing he's leaving basketball jerry he may be i don't think he is but we'll see i heard i remember one of the when this first came up when lebron after they lost and he was like i don't know if i'm gonna play basketball anyway a car had a great point because there's no way lebron's not going on a farewell tour i agree right uh, there's gonna be that he wants to play with the son which we know right so i, I he's he wants to play not with, to mention he's still damn good he wants to play with Bronny. And he wants a, a farewell tour where he gets things like, remember when Derek Jeter went on his farewell tour? I do. You go I play do. the Marlins, get a surfboard. Well, and then you buy them. <laughs> and then you buy the Marlins, right. But no, I, I'm I'm with you that he is coming back and playing at least one more year. I assume it'll be with the Lakers, but who the hell Who knows, knows Jerry? Well, maybe go back to Cleveland one more time. <laughs> when does Bronny James come out? I think next year. Not this season. I think one more. So not this upcoming season, but the 24, he, start of 24 season. I believe so. Yeah. I think eligible then, but I'm not 100% sure. So LeBron's got two more years. He's, he's going to play. USC, I think, next yeah, year. Yeah, USC. With Dennis Rodman's kid. Come on. Yeah. They're both well, going to play. Where's Pippen's on... kid? I don't know. Man. Yeah. Well, that's kind of... Well, it is weird, though. Like, Kenyon Martin's son, you, start, you see him now around... It's like you start to feel old. Oh, yeah. When these guys, the. Well, I, I actually felt like Dennis Rodman's kid, that seemed like I would think his kid would be older to not just be starting uh, college the way Bronny uh, is, James is. Is that his kid with Carmen Electra or with someone else? No, it's got to be someone else. Someone else? That would have definitely been in the story. Uh, that would have been news. That's true. Carmen Electra's kids out there. All right, quick break. Yes. Did they exactly. have a kid? I have no idea. I don't think so. Don't know. Is it maybe Madonna's kid? He was with her, right? <laughs> he was. Yeah. It definitely is not Madonna's kid either. <laughs> Quick break. When we come back, Boomer and Geo. Right now, Odyssey Sports Minute, Amy Lawrence talking hoops. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Now we've got about a minute or so left. The guys are standing by. I know you left the big story for the end. Well, I, I left a correction for the end, actually, wow. Jerry. You know, we were talking about uh, Tony Gwynn earlier, and then yeah. I was uh, we were talking about who's going to hit 400, yeah. and then I told you that dude on the Marlins. Luis Arrives. Uh, yeah. He's and then uh, we said uh, he won the batting title. Actually, Jeff McNeil, a, a listener, reminded me. Oh, maybe me. it was two years ago then. Two years ago, this Marlon dude I feel like it. he won it. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he came in second. Whatever. I forgot that Jeff McNeil. So did I. Been, that's so weird. So did I. 
Like you would think that's a a big deal. It was a big right? deal. It's a local forgotten already. <laughs> right? We forget things like immediately. Some dude hit four hundred. We'd be like two years later. We're like I don't think anyone's hit four hundred since Ty Cobb. I know. Like no, a guy did it two years ago. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Why Move do we on. not remember the things? Oh, he was. You know why? Because he was on uh, the Twins last year. Oh, not Jeff McNeil, Louisa Rise. I see. Why do we not remember like? The most we don't sleep. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.